0: To the podcast biblical question we're excited that you're taking time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us we certainly hope and pray that christ would be glorified and you as our listener would be edified for more information about us i would please encourage you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com all one word all lower case there you can find out a lot more information about us there's a statement of faith there a ways to help financially support us We ask that you all would pray for us as well as we continue to put the podcast out on a weekly basis. Today we're going to be in the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2. So if you have a Bible, we'll open it up and follow along. I would deeply encourage you to do so as we go through this podcast. Again, I want to thank everybody for listening, all the positive feedback that we do get. And may we continue to be able to have the time and the resources to do this the podcast does continue to grow on a weekly basis, and we thank God for that. Again, we're going to be in Habakkuk chapter 2, and we're going to read the first three verses. It says, I will stand on my post, guard my post, and station myself on the rampart, and I will keep watch to see what he will speak to me, and how I may reply when I am reproved. Then the Lord answered me and said, Record the vision and inscribe it on tablets, and it reads, it may run, for the vision is yet for the appointed time, it is the hasten toward the goal, and it will not fail. Through the tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come, it will not delay. Habakkuk, you know, like all the prophets, they're really kind of a timeless uh, writings, people uh, think they have changed they think they have grown and think they matured as a society or as a world and the and the fact is people are people and uh, the only thing that really changes is who's actually saying those words in nineteen thirty there was a member of the British Parliament, and we have actually quite a few listeners in the uh, London area and other places in the in that part of the world. In 1930, a member of the British Parliament wrote a book called The Gathering Storm. In the book, he told of the gathering storm clouds were coming and would change the face of Europe. He was scorned and he was laughed at. Winston Churchill, who wrote the book, was running to be prime minister. And they turned from him and they would end up voting in another man. This man made a practice of compromise And with the gathering storms coming and the dark clouds on the horizon, he will make a pact with Adolf Hitler in 1938. Europe would be involved in in a very confrontational uh, war, and nobody really wanted to talk about it, much less listen to the voice of Churchill. Obviously, we know, if you know history, uh, Churchill does uh, get in. Eventually, it was because of Churchill, I think, that uh, England was able to stand. Again, in the 1930s, a young military officer by the name of Billy Michaels, he would warn the Navy uh, that there would be a strike in the base in Hawaii, and he said it would be by air, and they all laughed at him. They kind of mocked him, and he continued to tell people, that this impending disaster until he was called in uh, to Washington, D.C., for a general court-martial. Soon ahead, that it would be launched from the ships, off the decks of ships. And they kind of laughed at him, and they court-martialed him. Habakkuk said, I will keep watch and see what God wants me to speak. I do not believe Americans believe there will be a day of accounting a day of reckoning uh, coming for the nation. I've watched countless times the allegations coming out of Washington, D.C. concerning the leadership uh, and its corruption. I've listened to people at at my job who act as if anyone can conduct himself in such a manner, uh, have no judgment upon them. Uh, I mean, listeners, the storm clouds are gathering. And there is a day in the near future where America and perhaps the rest of the world is going to have to answer for their corporate sin and the sins of the individual members. America has unfortunately uh, learned how to to cope with these uh plea deals. You hear about plea bargains all the time. It's just in fact, uh, just a week or two ago, a man pled guilty to uh, a plea deal so he would not face the death penalty for killing some military people on the base. And I think he still has a trial uh, for uh, killing a police officer in California. And it just goes on and on and on. Murderers all the time, they make plea deals like that. A sentence that his victims uh, were unavoidable, they they couldn't get out of it because he killed them. Criminals do daily work. I mean, it is just kind of seems to be the play of the day. A a plea bargain for reduced sentences, and somehow uh, they get out uh, with a slap on the hand, or they just simply are told not to do that again. Uh, We watch cities being burned in America, and so many people would be bailed out and go right back to the streets and do it again. have never had to pay uh, hardly anything at all, uh, let alone have a criminal record. The people who pay for that are the people who have to pay in higher insurance and taxes or whatever to replace those things. And so again, somehow though, I I think Americans think that we can make a plea bargain with God. If I commit a sin, I can just simply do a plea deal. If I cannot complete a plea deal, uh, perhaps I can get parole. And if I can't get parole, maybe I can get a governor's pardon or a presidential pardon. Uh, there's a belief in our society somehow i I will be able to do something to escape judgment. Uh, the only sad thing is the people with no money who can't afford to find a lawyer, they are the ones that are always made the example of. But to think that we all can just walk away from this fallout as sinners the bible tells us that when justice is not administered speedily it it encourages men or people uh to do evil and you can see this again in all of the major cities and especially in the united states high crime rates seem to be an acceptable uh, way of life even here in our little communities around us uh, crime is actually on the increase. The church, because I'm just speaking out loud here, is 2,000 plus years since Jesus walked on this earth. It has been a lost foresight to to look forward to the return of Jesus uh, when the heavens will open up and the trumpet will sound and he will come back. We have lost confidence that Jesus is coming again. Very few people even understand and believe that Jesus will judge the living and the dead. The church really doesn't teach this anymore. Uh, The church really has lost confidence in America about the wages of sin and death. We've lost this belief that our sins will find you out. But your sins always find you out one way or another, believe me. Continue to read with me here in Habakkuk verse 4. It says, Behold, as for the proud one, his soul is not right within him, but the righteous will live by his faith. Verse 5. Furthermore, wine betrays the haughty man so that he does not stay at home. He enlarges his appetite like shoal, and he is like death and never satisfied. He also gathers to himself all the nations and collects for himself all the people's. Who will not all of these take up and taunt song against him, every mockery in every institution is against him, and I say woe to him who increases what is this and for how long, and he makes himself rich with loans i I don't I don't see proud people; they don't listen to anybody. They don't listen to the law. They're above the law. They don't listen to their boss. Uh, They don't listen to any kind of authority. Children, proud children, they, they don't listen to their parents. The proud soul shows no respect for the office of the preacher in the local church and the congregations. The proud person does what is right in their own eyes. And this is exactly what Uh, The devil wants the proud soul to do. The devil has no plan for your life. Only God does. And we need to start understanding that if we don't grasp that. The devil hates God with a passion because God held him accountable. And the devil is trying to get back at God by using God's children. So many are proud and... And they don't have to answer to anybody. They don't have to pay any heed uh, for the, the coming clouds that are gathering. And those clouds are clouds of judgment. The Lord's delay in bringing this judgment is a positive proof of the love of God. God desires that no one should perish, but all would come to a knowing, saving salvation in Lord Jesus Christ. God is waiting and waiting, and waiting. And it's out of divine love. And God looks at America with love. I I seriously believe it. it is a nation that was founded on Christian principles, and God waits, not wanting to bring judgment. America has gone deaf and blind to the word of God. They do not listen to the preacher who warns them about sinful lifestyles. I know... They don't read their Bibles, and those who do read it uh, struggle with believing it, with actual events, and if it's really truly the Word of God. Many people see them as, as made-up stories and applications of centuries ago, and they really just simply don't apply to us anymore in the modern world. saw this so much uh, when I was preaching from the pulpit all the time. But we need to get it in our minds and understand there's going to come an appointed time when the judgment will happen. And I think it will be swift, I think it will be quick, and it will not be delayed at all. It will be terrible, and people will be awestruck. They will be lost, and we'll say, wow, what just suddenly happened to me? What was that? see there will be no plea deal there will be no delay there will be no pardon no one will be excused both christians and non-christians will stand in judgment and god cries out he god wants no one to go to hell and be sent there for eternal life and this is really why he sent jesus to show his love for us and his willingness to forgive us of our sins of breaking his law. I I'm a firm believer that Southern California has been warned about the impeding mass earthquake, and yet when the earthquake comes, they will act. Oh, it's all a surprise. You know, we we need to remember God is is doing the shaking, and when he is doing the shaking, it doesn't matter how many. Devils you rebuke. It doesn't matter how many promises of the Bible you quote. Good preachers have come and they have warned over and over. And so many of us are not listening. Just read with me here. Habakkuk chapter 1 starting in verse 6. For behold, I am raising at the Chaldeans, that fierce and impinous people who march throughout the earth to seize dwelling places which are not theirs. They are dreaded and feared. Their justice and authority organize organize within themselves. Their horses are swifter than leopards and keener than wolves in the evening. Their horsemen come galloping. Their horsemen come from afar. They fly like an eagle swooping down to devour. All of them come for violence. Their Horns their faces move forward. They collect captives like sand. They mock at kings, and rulers are laughing matter to them. They laugh at fortresses and, and heap up rubble to capture it. Then they will sweep through it like a wind and pass on, and they will be held guilty, those whose strength is in their God. Sound like today? It's a terrible scene that we just read, where the enemy is sweeping over the people, and we're talking about the Hebrew nation here, who would not believe God, who used a sinful people to bring judgment on them. They just, how, God would just never do that. In their minds, they just figured, since they were so-called followers of God, that God would never do that. if you really study throughout history, we can read how God has used the unrighteous to punish his people who were not following him. Not obeying the rules. And I I believe America is having a hard time believing this image. I mean, the news. Uh, the American economy is so strong that we're the superpower of the world. And it doesn't matter what the president does in his private life. It doesn't... I I have to say it does. It matters to God. How arrogant have we become to think because we are Americans, we can carry on the way that we do and not worry about God and his judgment that we're just better than that because we get so much money to missionaries or we help people. We, We have all this welfare system. That's all garbage. If you're not listening and obeying God, The Bible says that there not only be earthquakes, there would also be plagues. And why would God bring plagues on his own people? Well, let me give you a couple of reasons today in the podcast. I I think we can see them again in Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 6. For behold, I am raising up the Chaldeans, that fierce people who march throughout the earth to seize dwelling places which are not theirs. I mean, one reason God sends plagues is because of dishonesty. And, I mean, let's look at our government. I don't know that anybody's honest in the government, to be to be honest about it. We're seeing a nation that is just plagued by dishonesty. The government is constantly stealing from people. The people are stealing from the government. They're stealing from each other. They're lying at each other. All this finger-pointing, in the meantime... There is nothing getting done, and God is not being glorified in it. And I think you can see this on all levels of government throughout the world. The mainstream media rarely reports on these issues when government officials actually get caught red-handed and go to court and go to jail. Unless they just don't like you, you rarely don't hear anything about it. Again, if they do, it's just... It's kind of a in passing in time type thing. No longer is honesty an an issue in electing a presidential elections in this country. I mean, even going back in clear back to nineteen ninety two, you here you have President Clinton, who denied having an affair with Jennifer Flowers, but yet in a disposition hearing, apparently he admitted to that. And I don't know what's worse, a president who lies about cutting taxes or one who lies about his morality. We are all out of touch with what it really means to tell the truth. And American people have lost faith in our government to tell the truth as long as they keep sending us money and food. Most people probably don't care, it seems. And look out, folks. If we decide as a nation we can no longer afford the welfare system, you think burning a few cities here and there, uh, just look out. And will that be the wrath of God, the judgment of God? Very well could be. You see, nobody seems to care if their God, small g, is being honest as long as they get their entitlements and that their God is their government. You know, I remember growing up, and I know several of my listeners are older than I am, and um, but there was a day when a handshake was the same as signing the dotted line and swearing out and making a promise, whatever. I mean, their word was good as gold type thing. They didn't need to sign anything. They didn't get, need to get caught up in any kind of attorneys and all these legal papers. But today, we have become such a dishonest nation that we take advantage of everything and everybody, including government, that we have no choice in legal matters anymore. And when it comes to God, do you not think he's not fulfilling the legal matters of his law? I mean, I recall there was a day when you really didn't lock your front door. Now we need alarms and security systems and security guards and you name it. In in most, if not all cities in this country. Woe to the nation that is dishonest. We are not the only dishonest nation. I get that, believe me. in Habakkuk verse 9, to those who are covetous. I mean, here's here's another one. We live in the most materialistic age that ever, ever has been. We live in an age of people who are about money. What is America about? It's about money. I mean, people wanted all this free money, all this free stimulus money. They didn't care about the consequences and the fallout. They wanted their money, and they wanted it now. Now, I think we're really paying for it with high inflation and probably raised taxes. The government doesn't do anything for free. Uh, There's always something in it for them. We have grown to be a people who lust after things. I think there's another reason for judgment to come, and uh, and it came in in the days of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 12. Woe to them who builds towns with blood. It, it seemed like a daily occurrence to read about in this country and around the world, the murders of any major city, a prostitution uh, to moms sitting in cars, Trying to prostitute themselves out. You know, I, I found this on an internet search. Only fifty-five thousand people died in Vietnam. Fifty-five thousand, too many. But that's that, that. That was the casualty report. There's a war going on in our nation right now. A war. A war. Excuse me. A fueled by drugs. Which does not even count for the one point five million children who are ripped out of the womb of their mother and killed each year. woe, oh, not only to the cities but woe to the men. They have never been a period in our history where domestic violence is happening rampantly on a daily basis in America. This was an issue everywhere I've ever been and preached. And in churches, domestic violence is a big problem. And in some cultures in our country, it is worse than others. But it is a major issue. It is a product of a violent nation. Made up of violent people. And it's just, there's so much fuel and going toward hatred. It seems that we accept a bad report in the news, but if we hear something good, uh, we wonder, if that's really true, and why is that? I think it's because of the dishonesty, the immorality, uh, the crime. It is simply hard for us to accept anything good could be coming out of America today. There's only one thing going to bring us together and set us right as a nation, and that is the blood of Christ and his cleansing blood his word his spirit and the total commitment to him habakkuk chapter 2 verse 19 tells us of another thing of judgment and that is false religions <laughs> the new age gurus are rapidly they're increasing i mean you can call a, physic, a psychic hotline And people don't realize that that is a religion. And sadly, Christians give their hard-earned money to that garbage. Probably some woman on the other side just spinning a wheel and whatever that answer comes up for that question is what she tells you over the phone. I mean, it's that stupid that people are doing it. The, The New Age movement. Oprah is a big, big New Age movement person. So says that the teachings of Jesus did not come to die for us, only to show us how we should live our lives. The health and wealth gospel. You've heard me talk about this before. Olstein is really big on this. So many divisions, even within the Christian community. I mean, TV preachers who do not teach from the Bible, but rather by some new inspiration. Joyce Myers comes to mind. She goes on to say, you're not going to find it in the Bible. God told me this. Well, if you read Jude, it would only take you five minutes to read Jude. That letter right before Revelation that everybody likes to read, Jude says there are no more new inspirations, period. We have it. God has given it all to us. And here we have people teaching other things. This idea that all dogs go to heaven doesn't matter what you believe, what paths you're on. They all go to heaven. And this is utterly a lie. And this is why it is so important for us who claim to be Christians, not only in America. We have listeners from all over the world. But those who claim to be Christian, and we really seriously need to be reading our, our Bibles daily. You know, I, I don't know about other countries, but I know you can get the Bible on CD. You can download it on your phone off an app for a dollar or two, and you can listen to it all the time, and we do. We never, hardly ever turn on our television. It's It's got a pretty black screen. I really like that. It's really pretty. Again, we see... And you you see, if people would really study and read their Bibles, and this is why I encourage you so hard, listeners, to follow me in in the Word as I read. Generally, I read from the New American Standard. But you would catch real quickly all the false teaching all around us, and you would see how many people truly just lack true biblical knowledge. The bad news is this. God will judge sin, both sins of the nation and the sins of the individual. And God is not going to give a wink at the sin that has taken a place all, all, all around us and not bring judgment because at some point in day, he's going to deal with it. If he does not deal with it, Sodom and Gomorrah need to ask, God and so say, what happened here? You're you judged us, but you're not judging them. What kind of a God are you? I thought you were God, it was fair, and yeah. And see, God is not in the apology business. He's not going to apologize, this Sodom and more The minute he apologizes means he is not perfect. And if he's not perfect, then where else in the Bible would I say there's mistakes being made? If we sin and we live a rebellious life as an individual or as a nation, we will stand in judgment one day before God. But here's the good news. Again, this, the whole earth is still filled with the glory of God. That's the good news. The good news is of God and his present, his enduring through all the generations. He's provided us with his word. He's provided us with a sacrifice at Calvary's cross through his son. He is a loving and caring God. And he just truly wants us to be obedient to him. We all sin, all of us. But we need to ask God for help, for forgiveness. We need to acknowledge the sins and move away from them. But I really... I really have this belief. Until the leaders of the nations, until the leaders of the church stop their sinning, their dishonesty, their false teachings, that will not change with the people. You can see it if you study the Old Testament with the kings of Israel. When there was a good king in, they worshiped God. And when we had a king that would come in and did wrong or did evil in the sight of the Lord. The people did whatever they wanted. They worshipped idols. They, they committed all kinds of idolatry and sin. It just goes on and on. It starts with good, godly leadership. But where sin abounds, the grace of God abounds much greater. In the last days, the scripture says they will hate God. And Christians in America have been referred to in in recent years, the true Christians are as radical right wing people who only agree with man-made righteousness. And they really stand in those who truly practice Christianity. They hate it. They're going to hate, honestly, if you really are a true Christian, professing your faith and speaking out against the evil around you, You're going to be hated. You're going to be mocked. As we said in the previous podcast, rejoice and have joy in the hard times. Having joy in troubled times. And we're, we're all having them. We're all going to have them. Those who walk in darkness cannot stand in the light of Christ. Again, do not be misled here. Many people in America claim to be Christian, but sadly, their words do not match up to their actions. Again, I can name many of our government leaders who claim to be Christian, and their actions speak so much louder than their words. Their actions stand in clear rebellion against the Word of God. We, we all will be judged. We all have sinned and fallen short. And the glory of God. That is very true. Very clear. But for Christians, we need to know this. There is a glorious day. When all of that will be put to rest. The devil will not be allowed to tempt us anymore. We will have. That perfect life with God. In a beautiful city. I am looking forward to that day. And there's only one way I'm going to get there. And that is through Jesus Christ himself. Through knowing his words, knowing his promises, knowing how and what is expected of me to be a true follower of Christ can all be found in the Bible. It is not what I think. It is not what you think. It's not what the guy down the road thinks. The only thing that really matters, the only words that really matter Christ Himself, by His words, we will be judged. Well, I, I know recently I've given a lot of podcasts, probably kind of a doom and gloom type thing. But these these pod these podcasts I've been giving with uh, the uh, the prophets, uh, I'm telling you, they times on the calendar might be a different date. But somehow or another, there's that old saying, the more things change, the more they remain the same. And sadly, I I, I think you just see it throughout the world. There is a, a verse in Genesis where God says, I am sorry I made man. And he finds Noah and he sends a flood trying to wipe out all the evil. And what happens as soon as Noah comes out, you know, he plants a vine, uh, a grapevine, and and he makes wine, and he gets drunk. And so sin is right back at us. And so we, we all struggle with it. And Noah is, no doubt in my mind, a very righteous man. All of us have sinned. And I hope you as a listener will really turn to Christ and ask for forgiveness. Find a congregation who's teaching you the complete and other truth on what it is to be a Christian, what that walk is all about, and not just have the talk. I want to thank you for listening. I'm going to go ahead and close. Please make sure you hit that like button and follow us. Please tell your friends and family about us. We continue to grow each week in the number of listens that we have and followers. Uh, We just thank God for that. He's the only one that can give the growth, and we are grateful for that. Again, may God bless you, and may He have the glory.